Please think I kill her. You tell the President of the United States I do not work for him anymore. It would be a mistake telling lies about the President. Your career is over. So how are you, Ryan? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Um, I know. Um, I know you're doing this scandal, like um, like you're watching Scandal again. And you know, I was just looking at a clip, and I saw the date 2013, and I was like, "Hold on, <laughs> what what happened to my life? Like Scandal felt like it was yesterday." I know, right? And it's 2013, so funny. Jeez, it's so funny because like 2013 was legitimately give or take like eight years ago, right? Nine years mm. ago. God damn. Yeah, Nine exactly. years ago. Um, exactly. And I started watching it because, like, you know, we're in this law because of COVID that um, a lot of shows aren't back. Whatever, whatever. So I did a rewatch. Um, and can I tell you, it does stand up to the test of time. However, Young Me Nine Years Ago was all about, and if you've never watched Scandal, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> you may want to just, like, stop here for no, a little please. bit. Uh, you've had nine years you you have had nine (laughs) years but you know people get real testy about that um oh well but i was very much team olivia and fitzgerald back in the day like i was like yes queen get your president now (laughs) now grown today i'm like this should have never happened olivia deserves better I was deep. Obviously, you know, I've been in a relationship for like 82 years. Right? So, um, I was like, when I first, like, because my cousin put me on and was like, yo, you got to watch this. It's so messy. And I'm like, all right. Like, it, to me, when I heard saw commercials and all that, I was like, oh, gosh, a soap opera at nighttime. Right. Not into it. Right. Whatever. And then I was like, all right, all the black people watching. Let me give it a shot. Let me right. give it a shot. And so, obviously, like everybody else, got got hooked like immediately and but then i was just like why is this like first of all i was never team olivia and fitzgerald like that makes no sense first of all the man is completely married and y'all are in an affair like this is like you ruining yeah, a you family regardless of how it seems you, you know still ruining a family it's like i'm always team like don't do that shit but for olivia and fitzgerald when they first started like I, when i was when i was deep into the scandal family i was very <laughs> much team like i saw i was like melly got the go she don't need her they don't love it like i was i had experience excuses for them. Do you understand me? But I will say, mm. when Jake Ballard stepped onto the scene, I did not mm. understand why Olivia kept going back to Fitzgerald Grant. I just could not. I'm like, do you not see this man? Fitzgerald don't have eyebrows. <laughs> Fitzgerald out here with his blind eyebrows barely look like he got facial expressions. And Jake oh Ballard is just out here being a man, just snapping necks. We're not, and We're not, talk, we not talking facial expressions now, are we? Because okay, first Olivia of all, we're we not gonna do. I mean, we're not gonna do my girl I mean, Carrie. We're not gonna do I mean. my girl Carrie. <laughs> we're not gonna do my girl Carrie. Her facial expressions could be a little strong, <laughs> but we are not gonna do my girl Carrie. Okay. Oh my goodness! I'm just saying so- he didn't have his. He has blonde eyebrows, and that could be a little off-putting because it looks like he don't have eyebrows at all, and it's just brow, like it's just that brow bone and then eyes, and that's just a little off-putting now as an adult. But back then. Mm. I was all about it. All about it. Anyway, that's crazy. Anyway, we weren't really supposed to be talking about this. Um, I did realize, I did realize, like, um, you know, people are talking and they really like our little conversations um, coming from the single Jade and uh, and, uh, and the married Ryan. Um, Oh, do they? They like my struggle. (laughs) People like my struggle. 
It's a struggle out I, here, y'all. I don't know. I don't know. People, I guess people are relating because, you know, they either see it on, on one side or the other side. So, I mean, I know, I know, I know you're on these, um, what you call it, apps and, and yes. doing Satan's playground do and, like, and all of that, whatever. Um, but I know you got like, a bunch of what you call red flags that you see. And I mean, yes. I don't know if you, I don't know if these red flags are exactly um, warranted sometimes. So I just feel <laughs> like we should get into it. We should get into it a little bit. Red and, flags um, are always warranted. There's a few red flags that are always just listen. <sighs> On these apps, you, I got to look for them. Okay. Mm. I have to be where. Well, okay. So, the- so humor us, humor us. What is what's 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 one of these red flags? Because like um, I don't know. Sometimes I might. Sometimes I'm with you, but other times I'm like, maybe maybe you need to give him a chance. I no. don't know. Anytime a guy <laughs> says that he is a good guy slash nice guy, red flag. <laughs> I mean, what does that red mean? Because I would say I'm a good guy no. slash nice See, guy. No, no, you wouldn't. Because most of the time, guys say that they're absolutely assholes. And they absolutely <laughs> expect you to just like, like do them a favor or they feel as though they're doing you a favor because they're being decent human beings. Like you're supposed to, like, mm. that's supposed to be your default. You're not supposed to tell me you're a nice guy. Usually right. when a nice guy says, Hey, I'm a nice guy. I'm a good guy. You're an asshole. You're definitely an <laughs> asshole. All right. How about this? All right. So let's play like devil's advocate or okay. whatever the case. This is like a numbers game at the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. you got to catch people's attention. I mean, I don't know. I'm guessing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing you need to catch people's attention right away. And you don't have that much time for people to realize that you are what you are, right? And I'm not saying that all of these people that saying this are actually nice people. But like at the same time, because people are so jaded on these things, mm-hmm. like, I mean... Like, how how else would they know that you're a nice guy if you just kind of breeze right by them? That's the thing is, if we're having a conversation and, like, we're getting to know each other, like, it should be evident in your, like, if you're genuinely a nice guy, that should just be a part of your build. That should be a part of your character. That should just be a part of who you are. You know what I mean? Like, you're not just going to walk around shaking people's hands saying, hi, I'm Ryan, I'm a nice guy. That's a red flag. It's a red flag. Because usually the guys who say it are not nice guys. It's a numbers game. I mm. promise you, 99% of the men who say I'm a nice guy on dating apps are not nice guys. So if you uh, have that in your bio somewhere and you think that's why you're pulling women, you're not. You're a red flag. <laughs> Jade says take it out. Take, take it out. out the, take it out the take profile. Take it out. Take it out the profile. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I think I could possibly give you, give you that. <laughs> it's this what else what else you got if you ask any other woman well, i don't know how many other single female friends you have but ask any other single woman quite a few that you know if they think seeing good guy nice guy in profile bios on dating mm. apps is a red flag and i guarantee you most of them will say yes <laughs> just gonna say that just gonna say that just putting it out there. Just putting right. it out there. I'm going I'm I'm um, I'm to I'm do a little survey. We'll see. I'll get back to you on that one. Another red flag is the guys who say um, scroll if you can't take a joke. Wow. <laughs> you know why? You know why oh it's a red my. flag? Because oh, usually oh wow. their jokes are offensive. And they say that because they think that, like, they're funny. Like, they think they're, like, mm. the next Joe Rogan. And you're not. Again, mm. you're an asshole. Like, that's. Oh, boy. If you're funny, Joe you're Rogan. funny. I'm not even. Get to that in we're going to get to him in a second. Because that's a, he's a huge red flag. But 
if you tell me that, like, scroll if you can't take a joke, or if you don't have a sense of humor, like, that literally oh means that your humor is based in being offensive, and you're not funny. You're just an asshole. Oh, boy. Yo, it's so crazy. Good. I, I mean, it's interesting hearing your perspective and your side of this. I mean, I wouldn't say any of these things, but at the end of the day, having a sense of humor is a big deal No, but having me. A, there's a difference right? between having a sense of humor and being offensive and thinking that it's funny that you're offensive. Those are two right. different things. I like men with a sense right. of humor. I love the laugh. Have you heard my laugh? My laugh is absolutely <laughs> fucking obnoxious, and I love to do it. But I'm not going to laugh at you being offensive just because you think it's funny. You know what I mean? Like, right. And there's, right. there's a difference. Like, I totally love men that have a sense of humor. Having a sense of mm. humor, green flag, let's get married. I, I will probably fall in love with you <laughs> at the first joke that you tell me. Offensive oh, wow. humor, we're not with that bullshit, no. Uh, yeah. Red flag. I hear that. I Red flag. hear that. Since okay. I mentioned him, any man that listens to a Joe Rogan podcast and takes it seriously, red flag. Okay. Red flag. So I've never, I've never, I'm, I'm going to tell you now, even though there's the big scandal and all of that, whatever the case, like, never, never listened to his and podcast. And this is why never we're friends. Really paid any and this attention. is why we're friends. This is why we're friends. <laughs> it's so crazy because, like, um, I... I thought, like, again, this is just coming straight off of just kind of, like, observation. I don't know if there's any truth behind it or whatever. But, like, I thought that he was for sure, like, alt-right Trump kind of, like, full-blown, like, in that mix over there. He's, so I he straddles didn't know the that line. he had anything different. He straddles the line. This is going to offend people. Sorry. And I don't mean to offend you. He's basically, like, the poster child for mediocre white men who just, like do what needs to get done in order to get paid. But his mediocrity oh, wow. is paying him hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm not even lying to you. So like oh, wow. when it when it when it benefits him, he's definitely going to get on the radio on his podcast and be like, "You know, Trump was a great guy. He's smart and blah, 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 because it's going to get people to listen." Right? Then right. he'll flip it and be like, "Oh yeah, that Bernie character, Bernie Sanders is a great guy too. Like I totally vote for Bernie because it gets him the spins and the listens because even though they're at the opposite ends of the spectrum and I'm by no means a Bernie Sanders fan, both of their right. audiences are very like rabid when it comes to people supporting cultish. them. Right. They're very cultish. Yeah. So mm. he's he he definitely like toes the line. But what bothers me the most about Joe Rogan is that like he literally, I feel like he took all of the like douchebag characters from 80s movies put them in a blender and was like that's gonna be me and he's just oh, wow. run with it this whole time and he's getting paid handsomely wow. to do that he's racist wow. he's an asshole and any man that listens to him and is like well joe rogan says and joe rogan's intelligent mm. you're an idiot wow like because okay so it, it it's not i mean i don't know how um how surprised i am but like Apparently, if he has all of these listeners and they're paying him this amount of money, that means a good majority of America agrees and feels the same way. Yeah. Like, you know what's great? So remember we had a conversation not that long ago about the manosphere? He's the king of the mm -hmm. manosphere. Like, that's who's listening to him. These incel <laughs> little boys who have, like... They can't pick oh, up wow. women, and for some reason they think if they get their podcast going, they'll be the next Joe Rogan with their absolutely shit opinions about women that they've never, they don't have a chance with. It's like, he, when I tell you he straddles the line, like, the greatest thing that I've seen is, so, like, you know, with this whole COVID thing, you have, like, vaccine, you have the pro-vax and you have the anti-vax, right? 
Mm-hmm. And as of late, Joe Rogan has become a complete anti-vaxxer, right? Like, I took ivermectin because I'm healthy and you didn't need to get vaccinated, da 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 da, da. But less than two years ago, before, like, COVID exploded, he literally mm-hmm. had someone on his podcast talking about, like, the greatest thing that's going to happen in order for us to combat COVID-19 will be, like, a vaccine. And he was all—when I tell you Joe Rogan was all in— I'm going to send you the clip after the show. He was all in like vaccines are great. Like that's medical, like science history. And like, if you're, if you don't vaccinate, you're an asshole, like literally. And now two years, less than two years later, because it does not put money in your pocket. Right. Because like the people who listen to your podcast are dumb. Right. Are like, I'm not going to get a vaccine because it took so long to, it, it happened so fast. Now all of a sudden you're like, Shoot yourself up with horse tranquilizer and drink goat's blood because that's going to cure COVID-19. Like, that's the thing that I don't like. (laughs) Wow. So, okay. And again, (laughs) y'all might think that I'm like, I'm real strange, but like, I really haven't paid much attention to this guy. Is this the same guy that used to host um, X Factor? Yes, the dweeb that hosted Fear Factor. No, No, Fear Fear Factor. Factor. There you go. Fear Factor. There you go. The same dweeb that used to tell people to eat cockroaches, you know, blindfolded. This is who people are listening to. And the only reason they're listening to him is because he literally, like, got himself souped up on steroids and, like, hit the gym and now became, like, a meathead. So now everyone's like, oh, Joe Rogan's a man. That was my next exact point because I was like, this is this, this person that I see doesn't exactly look exactly like the person that yes, I remember watching on happens. Fear Factor back in the day. He's literally what so, happens when you tell like when you tell men no and they think that they better themselves by becoming assholes. That's what Joe Rogan is. Wow. Wow. So, okay, also this Joe Rogan guy has something to do with um MMA or whatever. I think he's or I think no. his audience is MMA, but you're confusing him with Dana White, who's like the president of MMA. They kind of look the same. They both have like that oh, meathead. Okay. All right. They have that right. like meathead look. So like Interesting. strong necks. <laughs> you know those necks like <laughs> they both look the same. Oh, don't so. at me. I'm sorry. I really never paid much attention. And this, to this is why guy, we're so friends. I really don't know. The only reason I even know any of this shit is because I'm nosy and I spend my days trolling Twitter and like just looking at shit and just being like this asshole. Otherwise, I would have no reason to know who Joe Rogan was is what he thinks on anything because I'm not his intended audience. Thank God. Oh man. But like that's literally the only reason. All right. So now I guess going off of the um the uproar and what people think and like, you know, him trying to backtrack on certain things and not on others and Spotify not taking a stance because they gave him a hundred million and all of that stuff. Where are you at on all of that? I mean, Spotify is not going to care because Spotify is going to make money. Right. And not enough people Mm. are upset. Right. Like, Taylor Swift would have to be like, you know what, Spotify? I don't stand by this Joe Rogan nonsense. I'm pulling my catalog off of Spotify before Spotify does anything. Is Taylor Swift going to do that? No. Uh, I mean... No. How many of them... Like, for instance, a lot of these... Like, what was it? In, what was it? Indy Ari? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Who pulled her music um, for him calling... Like, saying the N-word and, like, all of That's that. That's not even whatever. the... That's why she did it. But in case no one knows and you support Joe Rogan as a black person, Joe Rogan equated going into black communities in Philadelphia as landing on Planet of the Apes. Like he literally was like, I went to go watch Planet of the Apes in Philadelphia and it was like I was in the movie. Outside of him calling us the N-word and using it freely, he basically equates us to animals and our neighborhoods and our communities are basically like third world. Look it up. 
Yeah. Wow. And, and there's black wow. people who support that. Like, which is another conversation that we're going to have about like this whole like N-word pass and y'all giving passes to people and whatever, whatever. But yes, right. he's a racist. I don't care how many black friends or as um, Andrew Yang, the failed presidential candidate and f- failed mayoral candidate of New York said, <laughs> Joe Rogan can't be racist because I've seen him work with black people. Doesn't matter. Oh, oh man. Doesn't matter. All right. So, like, going back to Spotify. So, Spotify, like, I feel like a lot of people are upset that they gave this man $100 million or whatever, while people are out here with billions of streams and make and pennies. And not getting paid. Less than, less, than, less than pennies on each, you know, stream and all of that. So, like... Where like how do you how do you think that a Taylor Swift pulling her music changes anything? I mean, because there's other options, right? Like Spotify is no longer the only streaming service that can host podcasts and that can stream that right. you can stream your music. So there's options. Right. So if Taylor right. Swift with her billions of fans decides that she's going to pull her music off of Spotify, I'm sure she's one of, if not the top artist on Spotify year in and year out. That's a hit right. to Spotify. That is a right. hit to Spotify. And even right. though they'll probably do some surface level, oh, we're going to make some adjustments and Joe's not going to do da 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 If you have artists of that caliber, and not even just Taylor Swift, Beyonce, whoever streaming right. their music on there, if artists legitimate, and I'm not saying that like the India Aries and the Dave Frost and all these people are not um, legitimate artists, but they're not current enough right now for it to be impactful. But if enough right. of the artists right now were to be like, even if fucking Cardi B was to get on and be like, yo, what the fuck Joe Rogan said? Nah, like, pull my shit. It would at least right. force them to have the conversation. They haven't even had the conversation. They literally just called it in. The CEO's just like, let me release this email to our employees saying, I'm sorry for this tough predicament. I've spoken to Joe Rogan. And then Joe Rogan posts some bullshit Instagram story like, I'm not racist. I'm, har- I'm horrified at the things that I said two years ago. Like... Oh, man. Like, you got to be realistic. Like, there's other options. It's not like... I can understand if Spotify was the only place for you to stream music, but there's so many options that people have nowadays that actually pay artists better than Spotify does. So, if artists really cared, then they would do the right thing. But they don't care, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not really affecting them. Right. Huh. How do we get here? Um, Red flags. Oh, other red (laughs) flags. Okay, so... I am huge on being kind to people. So if we go out and you're rude or disgusting to like a service worker, Mm. we're probably never going out again. And if you're my friend, we're definitely not going out again after I curse you out. Right. Like I'm, I'm liable to just get up and leave. I may embarrass you in front of the service worker, to be honest, because we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. That's that's not something we do. And tipping well, that's a big thing for service workers. Um, this needs to happen all the time. If you've never been a service worker, service workers get paid, um, very, very little. Little. And the way that they make their living is off of the generosity of the people that they're giving their service. That is it. You need to take care of them. Like that is such a huge red flag for me. And I mean, lucky enough, none of my friends have had, have been assholes. I've never had, I haven't had many instances, but I've seen, but I've had to be, in a situation where someone was an asshole to a service worker, have I been in places where I've seen other people be assholes to service workers? Yeah. And I'm like, you should just go spit in their food. They not going to know. And then, like, keep them moving. <laughs> uh, that's worse. That's, I mean, I, I'm 100% with you on that one. Like, um, So 
you've been on dates with people off of these apps that have been this disgusting and vile? Um, no, because they don't get that far. That's why they red flags. Mm. But how would you know that if you don't go out? This to, is why. To let me say something, comments. and this is gonna make some people upset. I'm not one of these fast ass app girls who be like, "Oh, two messages in, let's meet up for dinner and drinks." No, homie, we gotta have a conversation because, like, we gotta converse and get to know each other because you could be a serial killer. I need to know. <laughs> That's right. I need to know information that I'm not finding on this app. We need to talk. I need to see how consistent you are with the, like, you know what I mean? Like, I need it. There needs to be some sort <laughs> of like real communication. A lot of people. Right. And I have friends that are on dating apps, too, that'll be like, oh, yeah, we've been messaging for, like, three days. We're going to meet up for drinks later. And I'm always flabbergasted and, like, shocked. Like, what? So, I'm just... So, okay. How do you... Like, how long does it take to get to actually meet somebody on these apps? Like, I mean, I know... I figure, you know, again, never been on these apps, so... But isn't Tinder the, one of those apps that you, like, you know... I, I have an itch and it needs to be scratched and here we are, we talk and then it's Yeah, this is whatever. why I'm not on Tinder. That's why I'm not on Tinder. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I know that's one of the fastest moving yeah, um, I'm not, I'm like not on app Tinder. situations. I don't but like as but like on a normal basis, like how exactly long how long does that it's up take? To pe- it's up to people's preferences. Again, there's some people who will be like, they'll start talking and they'll be like, let's meet up for drinks this week and they'll do that and then there's me like i'm gonna need at least two weeks before i'm like like ready to meet you and that's because and like two weeks is like that means you've like surprised the shit out of me you know what i mean and i'm like oh (laughs) buddy let's let's meet up because otherwise like let's talk let's get to know each other i don't know you i'm not about to waste my time or yours going to a restaurant bar lounge whatever sitting there both of us looking stuck on stupid because we don't have we haven't had enough conversation to like really fill each other out you know what i mean like we're both on this app like my whole philosophy is we're both doing this for a reason like hopefully to find someone or at least you know connect with someone like i'm why are we why are we rushing like what's the rush you know what i mean um, but I've had friends that will literally be like, oh, yeah, no, we were talking yesterday, and so I'm going to meet him up for drinks on Saturday. And I'm always like. <laughs> so, okay, um, another another sidebar question here. Like, now, are you talking to multiple people at the same time on these apps before you end up meeting with them? Yeah. And I, okay. I wholly assume that you're talking to multiple people at the same time. The only time it ever changes is if, like, for some reason, and this has never happened because I literally just don't go on second dates, um, is if, like, you know what I mean? Like, if there's, like, some real connection there and we're, like, all right, we're really about to talk to each other. You know what I mean? Like, and that's right. after, like, meeting face-to-face and, like, we're pursuing right. something. Otherwise, right. like, and I don't know why y'all do that. Like, when y'all meet somebody and you're, like, I'm going to deactivate my account. Or oh, why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> All right. So now what happens if now you've you've gone through all of your situation and you're talking to all these people and two people end up piquing your interest. Both of them seem to be like like hitting on all all points or whatever. You go out with both of them. You're equally attracted to both of them. The conversation is great in both of them. Like what how do you choose now at this point? What what do you what what's the point? Like how do you how do you make it work? Somebody's gonna fuck up at some point. So at that point it's just battle of the illness. You know what I mean? Like somebody's gonna mess up. But I'm also like almost to my own detriment very honest right so if i'm talking to two individuals i'm letting you both know that like the other exists i'm not one of these like let's keep this 
secret, you know, right. I'm playing, right. Right. I'm a player player from the Himalayas type shit. No, <laughs> like, I'm going to let you know, like, yo, like, I really like you, but I'm not going to hold you. Like, he also has my attention. So I'm just letting you know that, like, this is what it is right now. Um, do you like, and if, and I'm going to respect it. If you say to me, all right, bet, like you have, you know, you're doing your thing. It's this partner A and partner B. I'm also doing my own thing. I'm not going to be like, I uh-uh, know you're not out here talking to no other girls. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, okay. Now, you, you dead one and you end up with the other one or whatever. And then mm-hmm. the other one, like, acts up. So now, both of them are just dead. Or do you end up going back to the other one and be like, you know, let's, do we do we ignite this fire again or not? Nah? It depends on how me and the other one ended. Right? Like, if... If the one that I didn't choose, like, if it was, like, on good terms, like, if it was amicable and I'm just, like, you know what, I'm really just feeling this person a little bit more and I just kind of want to see where this goes and he's cool with it, you know what I mean? He's, like, it is what it is because we should both be adults about the situation. Then, right. you know, if it ends with the person I wanted to pursue it with, I'm not one of those women that's not, I'm not opposed to doubling back and being, like, yo, like, are you free right now? But I'm also not conceited enough to think that he's sitting there pining away waiting for me like if he's a good if he's a great guy somebody else may have snatched him up and i may have lost my opportunity but (laughs) this sounds so crazy uh i mean yes the technology works but like the 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 way that 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 this works is just so wow like transactional and crazy like it's just like (laughs) Which is probably why it doesn't really work well for me, <laughs> to be quite honest. Like, I'm not good at these dating apps. Like, I can go into my Hinge profile and I will see, like, you know, I'll have the messages, I'll have the likes and things like that, and I will like you back. And I'm I'm just not good at it. And I don't know if it's because, like, I need that. I'm so old school that, like, I miss the old school way of, like being somewhere and somebody approaching you respectfully, which even nowadays, like times have changed so much that like, I don't even know that I would know how to react if a guy approached me respectfully because everything has changed. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because we're so used to, it's not, it's not, it's not the norm anymore. Right. So like I, if a guy taps me on my shoulder, my inclination is not to turn, turn around and be like, Hey, how you doing? My name is Jade. Like my inclination is to be like, what the fuck do you want? Why are you touching me? (laughs) Why are you touching me? (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, it's between a rock and a hard place. So like you use these apps in hopes to meeting somebody, but at the same time, it is very transactional. So hinge, hinge is the one that the females are, the women are, um, Look at like you. the one, <laughs> Look at you. hinge is the one that the women are in like the, no, that's the Bumble. power position that's or Bumble. that's Bumble. Okay. So Bumble is basically, yeah, that's the one where it's like, you have to make the first move. I suck at Bumble because I don't want to make the first move. Like, um, <laughs> I don't like so you swipe on a guy and if you match then you have basically 24 hours to send him a message he can't message you only you can message him um Mm. and it works for a lot of women it does not work for me because I'm not I'm not I'm not about that first move life like I'm just not um am I am I on it yes do I swipe yes do I make matches (sighs) yes do I message them no (laughs) (laughs) um how do you presume that this is actually ever going to work? Do you feel like you're you're just doing this as a way of like the way the same way you run your Twitter like searches or is it like something that you actually feel like you're going to find somebody on? I like, think right now to be 100% honest, I'm not serious about these apps right now. 
like at all, right? So right. for me right now, they're just like, I'll remember that I have like a Hinge profile or like a Bumble profile. And I'll be like, oh, let me go see what's popping on Hinge or Bumble or whatever. And then right. um, I'll most likely... Uh, Apologies to any man that has come across my profile and has liked my picture and has left me a very nice message because those two apps I've gotten very sweet messages as opposed to OkCupid where the stories or OkCupid is an episode all in it of itself because men are nasty. But um, on Hinge or like Bumble, um, you know, I just kind of like I'll remember and then I'll like, you know, I might. I, I don't like anyone. Like I swipe whatever's the one that you don't choose anyone um, because I'm not taking it seriously. I'm not actively trying to date at this moment. So it would be a right. waste of time for me and for anyone for me to actually like pretend that mm. I'm pursuing something serious at the moment. Right. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Well, and then, then um, we have my friends who tell me about okay. the, um, okay. right back into it. <laughs> Well, no, because then there's like, and this is the, um, this is another conversation. This is the Virgo season after dark conversation. Then there's the alternative lifestyle dating websites mm. and apps and things like that. But that's a whole nother conversation. I, mean, I guess, no, I don't think so. I think it's the same conversation. <laughs> I think people want to hear it. I know, you know, I'm living vicariously through y'all people. Like I have no idea. <laughs> so I mean, there's like, I'm finding this very in- interesting. There's tons of ways to get involved. I mean, it depends on, I think the problem is, because we're two black people, surprise, okay. in case you didn't know, um, <laughs> something that I think has always interested me is how sheltered black people are when it comes to like sexuality and like exploring your sexuality, your kinks, your fetishes and all that other stuff. Um, and so... Can we just stop there real quick? Sure. I feel like there's reason for that, though. Um, a lot of times... Maybe they're not as, first of all, one part of it is that they're not as um, sheltered as you think. They just don't put it out there. That is for true. people to know. Or, and then secondly, it's like a lot of the times you're raised to be like, um, oh, the Lord said and all of this of stuff. And you're not supposed to know how to, like, you're not supposed to date or, or do anything like court-wise or until they're like, yo, when are you going to have kids? And then you should know how to do all of it. Right. right. No, I totally agree with that. I don't think it's because, like, black people are just like, oh, we're, like, super conservatives because, like, you know, it is what it is. Like, it's a, right. it's something that is ingrained in us from, like, childhood. Like, I mean, let's be honest, like, how many of us have actually had like honest sex conversations with our parents in a black household? <laughs> so I have, my mom used to be um, an HIV counselor. She sent me to junior high school with condoms for my friends. And then I got called into the office and then they called my mom. And then my mom was like, yes, what's the problem? And like, <laughs> so it's like, she's like one of those. So, you know, I understand. I absolutely love and adore your mother for doing that. I had, <laughs> I had an aunt who would do that. Like my aunt was wild. My aunt is wild, actually. Mm. Um, and she was like the person who, when I was younger, um, especially in like my teenage years, like she used to walk around and just ask. Me. Matter of fact, I, my aunt was so wild that she bought me a T-shirt that literally said, "I am a virgin," and then in very small letters, "This is an old T-shirt." <laughs> And I was probably... Why would she she buy you this? First of all, I was still a virgin rocking this t-shirt for, like, a good couple of years, right? And, like, but, like, 
this is like that was my aunt like she was just very much right. like that was her and like that was our relationship like she would just be like if you need to talk about these things like because it's gonna happen like she wasn't she was she allowed me to be open my mother forget about it like now that we're now that I'm older and my mom is older like yeah like we can like joke around about things but like right. back in the day like a strict West Indian household like sex was just not something that you talked about no I mean I get it like who like I, I mean I'm raising two two young kids like Obviously, they're not into uh, like um, adolescence yet. But what I look like being some forty-year-old grandparent like that don't make right. sense. Right, like, it doesn't. I just can't I can't I can't do it. But well, I don't want to do it. But the thing is, I don't think you're going to. Obviously, you're going to provide them with what they need in order to make you know like good decisions. Like my when I talk about my mother and I never had like a conversation. Right, I'm talking about like at this point. Wow. My, I was the immaculate conception. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, um, so I say that to say, so like back to the, so I completely understand where you're coming from when you say like, you know, a lot of this comes from like us not being completely out there. Like we're not, a lot of black people aren't just waving their freak flags out loud, right? Mm. Like saying like, well, mm. I have daddy kink or I'm into BDSM or whatever it is, which is totally right. fine. Um, but it sucks in a way because like there's a lot of people that are into these communities but aren't allowed to necessarily express themselves because you know what I mean? Like they're so far and few where people are like, Oh yes. I like again, this. I uh, again I don't feel like it's far and few. It is. Like I just feel like it's just I feel like people um just don't allow themselves to to explore these things. But and at, isn't that the problem though? Okay. Well, Okay. All right. Continue. Like I'll, if you I'll, have, I'll let you flesh out because I just think, like I think, if you, I'm of the, I'm of the firm belief that everyone should be able to explore whatever they need to explore to to become their whole selves, whether that's mm-hmm. sexually, whatever it is. Like you need to explore what you need to explore. So I feel like mm-hmm. when people prohibit themselves from doing that because of whatever stigmas come around, it does you a disservice because you're never fully aware of the things that you might like, right? Like right now you like the things that for lack of a better word, society or other people are telling you, you should like. Right. Right. And it's not necessarily bad, right? Because like sex is great. Like woohoo. But like, what if you're missing out on that one thing that really just makes you like go off? Like I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure there are loads of things that people are um, afraid to explore or tell people that they like because of society right like obviously certain certain things are they have okay how do i put this right like so again i have lots of different friends that are into a lot of different things um and so at the end of the day i feel like certain people are into certain things obviously because these things feel good and because of society other people don't want to um i guess explore those things because society says no this is not the way it should be right and the reason for that is because i feel like a lot of those people who say that no this is not the way it's supposed to be actually like those things of course That's, I say I'm trying that to about... be as politically i'm trying to be as politically correct Listen, as possible I say here this but all like the you time. know like, for example, and this is, like, a little left field, like, all of these, like, anti-gay bills that are popping up in, like, these super conservative states, I'm pretty right. sure most of the men that have drafted these bills are in the closet homosexuals. 
and that's oh, why man. they're that's why they're doing these things. <laughs> you can be politically correct if you want to. I'm gonna say it. The men like the don't say gay bill in Florida. Have you seen the guy that dra- when we finish this conversation? Please look up the man who drafted the don't say gay bill in Florida. And tell me he don't look like he like his oh, balls tickled you just by other said, men. You, you just said Florida. So now, I mean, I didn't even know this was a thing, honestly. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm so like, all I do is work. The way that like, I find out about things is that you be telling me these things. <laughs> that's, that's, how I, that's how I find out about I'm these nosy. things. So. I literally at night before I go to bed am in Twitter looking at things and learning and just being like appalled at what I'm learning. <laughs> What do you call it? You this, said, it's don't the don't say, say it's bill? the don't say gay bill in Florida. That's crazy. Anyway, I'll look that up later. But oh, like, wow. So like, yeah. Anyway, I agree with you in that. Where like the people who don't necessarily explore it are being told that you know it's bad. It's this, that, and the third. And no knock to them because like everybody does. Like I've been told drugs are bad my whole life. You know what I mean? I'm not in a rush to go out right. there and snort cocaine. Like I, it's just not something right. that's in me. But I just right. feel like, and I don't think I'm missing anything. And these people may not feel like they're missing anything. But this is more so for the people who feel like they're missing something and still right. won't pick up. You know what I mean? Still won't like take the time to like learn. Right. Right. Like. Right. Like yeah, it's like for instance, like life is but so long, right? right. Like there. Like experiences need to be had in order for you to live as um a full as, life. Um, full as it can be, right. right? So, for instance, I all my life was told not to be into the drugs and all that, and I have like you know experience of people being like alcoholics and like all of these things. So there's just certain choices that I made that allowed me to not like indulge in certain things, right? But like like we mentioned before, um like. I at one point was like a music manager, music producer, all of these things and like in that in that world the creatives that are writing and like the the artists and all that stuff everyone is drinking and smoking. Everyone is drinking right, and smoking. Right. Um so at the end of the day um I was when I I was when I was a prude and very young and like I'm like no, weed is not it and, and all of that stuff right. but like when like when you're in what you call a hot box or whatever the case may be, and everybody's smoking, you're bound to catch a contact. Right. And I know what I feel like before a contact and what I feel like after a contact. And you can't tell me that weed is not good for you. You just can't do it. <laughs> you, 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 can't, you can't do it. And the thing is, right now, like, honestly, I can't smoke because of my job or whatever the case may be. But if that wasn't the case, I couldn't tell you that I would not be a smoker. Like that that is just not the thing. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you have to be able to open your mind a little bit in order to experience things in life that you may have thought were not necessarily good for you. And then you realize it opens up a whole new world for you. Like you don't know. I agree. But I also think too, it's harder for people if you don't have like so you were you were exposed to it because of like circumstances and situations and being, you know, like groups of people, right? If you're like out in, you know, bumblefuck conservative land, right? And you have like, especially like in this like whole kink fetish world or whatever, it'd be hard for you to kind of explore that, right? If like, you don't know that these groups exist, which rich people are doing it all the time. (laughs) Let me tell you, rich people are the kinkiest (laughs) mothers in this, on this planet. But, you know what I mean? So I think it's also like, you like I want people to explore like my whole thing is I I want everyone to explore the things that make them happy 
whatever it is. Um, right. And it, it, this is going to sound like so deep, like it makes me sad, but it bothers me <laughs> that people aren't able to because of like the stigmas that are associated with it, right? Like right. when the book Fifty Shades of Grey came out, right? Like everybody- Didn't, didn't, didn't read it, didn't read it. And you know what? You did yourself a favor. <laughs> I read it because like that's the genre of books that I like. And right. while I'm not in the like, I'm not, I don't want to say that I'm like deep in the kink community. I'm like kind of on the sidelines. Um, it's something that interests me, right? <laughs> Interesting. Um, interesting. Learning something um, new about you every day. Every day. Every day. No every matter day. how long I know you. Yeah, no. Every day. <laughs> like an onion. Every time you peel something off, there's another layer. <laughs> um, but, you know, that book, like, people went crazy. Like, white women went crazy over that book. Black people, too. Black women, mm. too. Um, and it's funny because... For all intents and purposes, it didn't really represent, like, the kink community well, and it really didn't represent, like, BDSM well at all. But what I appreciated about it was that, like, the main character was willing to explore, like, this thing. It's kind of forced on her now that I think about it, so maybe it's not that good of an example. That's, yeah, that's kind but, of rapey. Um, a little, kind of rapey. It is, the book is very, yeah, Christian Grey is really not that great of a guy. Um, outside of him being like a billionaire and it's just like, okay, fine. Like you're a billionaire, do whatever the fuck you want type of situation. Yikes. Yeah, that sounds good. This is another <laughs> one of those big, situations. That's another, like, another conversation. Again, that's like, wild. See how that's I was pro Olivia and Fitz back in 2013. And I was like, <laughs> when I read, when I read 50 Shades of Grey and I read the whole fucking trilogy, I was like, oh my God, Christian, as an oh, adult, boy. like I, I think I did like a reread, not recently, but like a couple of years ago. And I'm not going to hold you. I was a little, I was appalled. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I was like, like, why were we so starred for this type of like, oh, type of yeah. love? In I mean, book? again, I feel like if there is consent, anything is possible. Right? She consented. I mean, the thing it was like, that's the thing. It wasn't rape in the sense of like, you know, like he didn't take anything from her, but it was kind of, there was some like, coercion going on you know what i mean like there's a little bit of coercion mm. going on um Gaslighting yeah a little bit of, yeah like you know because it you haven't read the books but in like spoiler alert again this book came out in like god knows how long not, ago but go for it i'm not gonna read it not so you this you is know. for like some you know people get upset people <laughs> like i didn't get to read the book and she just said the whole thing and then <laughs> so essentially like a college senior interviews like a billionaire who's not old but he's not young he's definitely older than her um, right. And he's into like BDS. He has mommy issues. Like he was basically like adopted by family because like his mom was like a crack whore type thing. Um, and he oh, wow. seeks like relationships with like this older woman who basically was like his adopted mom's best friend. And she basically like turns him out. And so like he's into like this whole like kink shaming <laughs> thing. He meets this young girl who he thinks is into it because she like calls him Mr. Gray and she's like shy. It's like he takes her shyness as being like, a, a clue that like oh she's into like this bdsm dominating lifestyle when she's not she's just a shy bitch who just doesn't know how to talk to men <laughs> um Got and then it. they like fall in love and like he basically has the upper hand the whole time until basically like the end of the like series because one he's a billionaire and he's like more experienced in this whole thing than she is um right. but you know they find their happily right. ever after at the end of the day so it is what it is right. but it's a little problematic if you're in the community um, because like it had people also thinking, oh, I'm going to try this shit out. And it's like, y'all don't even know like the ins and outs of like of, yeah. this whole thing, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. But we got here because 
I was trying to say there's, you know, different types of <laughs> dating apps too for everybody. There's something for everybody out there in the dating world. Right. Um, so yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a firm believer in like, you know, you know, trying everything once just to see if you like it. I'm with you. However, however, in practice, I don't know if I fully can get there. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the concept, the concept, it sounds great, and it, and I understand it, and I think it's a good concept to have. No, you know, it's just I you know, agree. It is what it is. I mean, listen. The one thing I can say about like that, the community, like that. And again, I'm not in the community. Don't flood my timeline with no bullshit. Oh, they, you you know <laughs> they're gonna flood you. You know Don't you're gonna have them DMs. You know it. But you know the great thing about the community, like if you're in it, is that it's all about consent and it's all about like rules. Even though people think that it's just like a free for all, like it's really about right. consent and rules. So right. you know something may sound amazing to you, doesn't sound amazing to your partner. And if your partner's like, yeah, now nah, we're gonna chill on that. Like, that's the great thing about the community. The, like, your right. partner has to respect that. You know what I mean? Um, right, right. Regardless of what it is. So. Right. I mean, this is far from where I thought we were going to end up with this conversation. Honestly, this wasn't today, the conversation but... we were supposed to have today, to be quite honest. <laughs> I don't even know how we ended up here, but I'm glad we did. But, it's, but, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested, and I'm pretty sure the listeners are interested. You know what's so funny? Why I was not, thinking. Why not? Why not I, was, I was thinking. I was like, you know what? Like. Our last conversation was a little heavy, and I didn't want us to be, like, heavy all the time. So I'm glad we right. kind of, like, skewed to something funny. <laughs> because, you know, good. this is a fun conversation to have. Um, good, good, good. As the resident so now, single okay. person. Yes. <laughs> so now, okay, um, since we're here, why not dig a little deeper? Okay. So now... Um, oh, God, did I open up Pandora's because, box? Yes, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, there's... Uh, like uh i guess a friend or an acquaintance or whatever i just overheard a conversation and they were like oh they're no longer into monogamy they're into polygamy and like all of this kind of situation mm -hmm. and so um what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on that how do you what do you feel like um when you talk, you're you're speaking about rules and all of that type of stuff. Like, what do you think the rules are there? And then, how do you feel people actually live up to those, like I guess, rules or whatever the case may be? If you know anything about this, um, this kind of lifestyle, I think again, it depends on like the people. I think everyone makes that decision. Is polygamy for me? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I don't see myself having a husband, like two husbands or a husband and a wife, you know what I mean? Like, or having my husband <laughs> or my boyfriend having another girlfriend. Like, I just don't see that or like, um, right. for me, but I, it works for people, right? Like there's throuples right. and whatever else they call themselves. Like there's, there's people <laughs> that this works for, but I think everyone has to be on the same page, right? Like you can't say like, and I mean, and the funny thing is on these dating apps, like you're running to people who are like, oh, I have a girlfriend and like she knows I'm on here. We're looking for a third. And you're just kind of like, right. oh, OK. Um, <laughs> and right. again, for some people, it works because like for some women, it's like, listen, man, I don't want to be bothered. I can send him to his girlfriend number one and I could go home and mind my business. Um, for me, polygamy is great if it's your thing. I'm more mm. of a monogamous type of person, I think. Right. 
Um, but calling back to that question that you had, maybe <laughs> earlier, you know, maybe I try polygamy out if I find two great guys. I'm like, yo, there's enough for me to go around, fellas. Like, you want to do this? I, I'm just saying, like, um, I mean, you know, what was that that just turned 50? AJ? Um, oh, AJ. Whatever. You saw and, that? I mean, that's that's a whole story. I'm not going to hold you. I was um, like, is that a goal? Is that something that I want to attain? Like, is that something that I, if I'm single, by the time I'm 50, is that something that I want to gift to myself for my 50th birthday? Oh, man. Like, Boy. it was a thought. I'm not going to give y'all an answer because I don't need y'all in my DMs. But it was a thought. I'm not going to hold you. It was a thought. So now, okay, going back to the the the, the, con, the concept of um, polygamy, do you feel that in like people decide that, okay, this is something that makes sense but then in actual practice they can't get over the jealousy part of that i think before most people if they're serious about polygamy before they get to that like before they get to the point where they're like considering polygamy like they've thought it out right like i don't think this is like some fly by this pants like when my boyfriend wants another girlfriend so like we're just gonna do this to see like i think the people who are serious about polygamy like know the rules, right? There is no, there shouldn't be any jealousy because like you, you signed up for this. Like you knew what you were getting into. So you don't feel like people get ga- gaslit into this kind of situation. All I mean, the people time? get gaslit into situations all the time. Yes. But I think for, that's why I said people who are serious about it. Like if you have to gaslight somebody about being in a polygamous relationship, like you're not serious about polygamy. You're serious about your dick. Or your vagina. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you're I was about to on. say, because you, you never know who's on the other side. I was going to say. Pulling the that, strings here. I'm an equal opportunist hater. Like, I'm a, I'll curse everybody out. <laughs> Men, women, you both get it. But um, I say that to say, like, I think anyone who's serious about it is not really trying to gaslight somebody, right? Because there's a lot of emotional, outside of, like, the physical, there's a, there's a lot of emotional tie-ins that go with that, right? Because now you're responsible mm-hmm. for, like, you're not just responsible for someone else's and not that you're responsible for someone's emotions, but you know what I mean? Like when you're in a relationship with someone, like there's more than just like the physical, right? So like you have to be cognizant of the physical, the emotional, the whatever, whatever. And so for you to gaslight somebody just for them not to be serious about it and for you not to be serious about it, like you would have to be a real asshole and a sociopath to like do that. Right. Right. So, okay. Going back to, I guess, bringing it back to conversations that we've had before now, like there are, um, like a lot of times, um, a lot of um, women end up in situations where they have like done really well for themselves and become way more independent, and it find and find it hard to find a, a um a partner that is okay with all of that excellence mm-hmm. and all of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So now, going back to a situation where there is um it's a, like a multiple relationship. Like everybody doesn't always bring everything that you need to a relationship, whether it be romantic or friends right. or whatever. And right. like, especially in friends, this is a good example. Like you have certain friends for certain things, other friends for other things. And right. sometimes neither the two shall, you know, ever come meet together right. or ever meet or whatever. I don't, I can't remember. The, there's a statement that it's I like can't remember exactly how to shit. say it. It's like, yes, the exactly. I don't speak, I, I don't speak the shit. English. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so do you feel like in a situation like that, um, it could work because, okay, this person brings this to the table. The other person brings that to the table, but like, 
Yeah, let's leave it there. Do you think that that could work? No, because I think regardless of anything, everyone should be like evenly yoked in some way, right? Mm. So like I feel like if like say for instance like there's one so so say this is a two woman one man situation, right? And one woman mm-hmm. has you know she's a little bit more um, settled. You know she has a great job. She's this that and the third. She owns a little bit more. The guy is okay. Like he's he's he has his own. He may not have as much as her. Like she makes one hundred and fifty thousand, and he's making one hundred twenty five thousand, right? And then mm-hmm. you have the other person who is maybe making seventy five thousand, and she's still trying to get a little bit settled or whatever. I personally don't think mm-hmm. that's gonna work unless there's like some mommy daddy kink shit going on because <laughs> I feel like at some point like everybody has to be pulling their weight in some way in the situation so someone's going to be someone's going to get upset or get offended or get hurt along the lines whether it's the girl feeling like y'all are doing things that I can't necessarily afford to do Right? right, even though you're in a relationship right. and you think that like, oh, we should be paying for vacations, da 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 da. In my mind, I think when it comes to like polygamy, and I'm not in a polygamist, I don't, I don't know what goes on. I don't know how finances are discussed, but right. my thought would be like, you know, unless the man is, you know, balling like that, like everyone's kind of pulling their weight financially. So I feel like if mm. someone's unable to pull their weight financially, at some point, that's gonna take a toll. Right. Someone's gonna be like, you know, whether it's you know, mama big bucks going to be like, I did not sign up for a teenage daughter. I, you know what I mean? Like she's going on, she's eating at the restaurants with us. And all she could do is leave a $20 tip on this $500 meal that we just ate. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. Um, so I don't think, I think in all relationships, there has to be like, people have to be evenly yoked in some way. Gotcha. So now last question on this, um, I guess, um, Perhaps in the future we'll bring people on that have better expertise, and then we can. Go Ooh, back and I would love people. to talk to a polyamorous couple. That would be interesting. Um, but um, do you feel like in this kind of a set setup that uh, I guess everyone has to be, um, um, I guess poly or bi or whatever you would consider like how does that how does that even work no i think because like i think you can do like the whole like sister wives concept right like where everybody doesn't sleep with each other but there's like a schedule like listen i get him monday through wednesday and you get him monday through wednesday the day and then you get him wednesday through saturday and sunday's his rest day you know what i mean like i feel like something like that works where it's just kind of like everybody gets what they want from him and or her and like that's how that works so at the end of the day, okay, so, oh man, so now, that is in a situation with a uh, with uh with straight people in a two female one male kind well, of. Well, even situation. if it was a one male, if, even if it was a two uh one woman two male situation. Right, the, that's that's that right. Um, I just feel like obviously one person is the midpoint of all of this, and that person reaps most of the benefits no yeah but i've seen on on the clock app because they still not sponsoring us um i've seen a few times like polyamorous couples polyamorous black couples where there's like one woman i've seen it in in multiple um in multiple situations where there's i've seen one where there was one woman with two 
uh, male partners. I've seen it where there's one woman with two female partners and the, the woman with the two male partners, they're not gay nor bi. Like they're strictly heterosexual, but that is their girlfriend and they live in a house together. Like they have rooms and the same thing with the, (laughs) with the woman with the two women partners. Like the women are obviously all lesbians, but the two women that are not the like main character in this story are not sleeping with each other. They're, she's the focal point right and they all seem to be living life lovely i mean i guess i mean you know i i guess uh, this is listen this is that's why i said Again, monogamy I is my thing this is why i know that this is how i know <laughs> polygamy is not for me this is how i know because i'm not the one to be like i only get him on what days that's not gonna work <laughs> Yo, it's so it's funny because like a lot of again, this is an actual conversation that came up to me last last week or so, and I think it it's just because people are fascinated that I have been in a relationship for this amount of time and it still works and it's still good or whatever. Um, I don't know why, but you know, it is. You found what your person. Um, I mean, listen, you found some, again evenly yoked. Like you found somebody that you were evenly yoked with in some way, right? Like both of you are creatives, so y'all get that stress. Right. Whereas like Mm -hmm. someone who's not necessarily in the creative space or is not a creative person may not work, would not work with either one of you because they would not understand those stressors. Right. Right. So like you guys are evenly yoked in a way. And you guys have also made that commitment to each other. And like y'all meant it when y'all said that, like, this is what it is and we're going to make this work. A lot of people don't do that. Right. Right. So. Right. All right, real quick, maybe this is the last one, but okay, so this was a, this, this one for sure came up last week, and so he was just like, again, he'd be coming to me with a lot of like randoms, so I don't know if he's actually asking me something that is a real situation or if he's just like coming up with stuff because he's no, he, he knows he's gonna get a good, good debate from me, right? right? <laughs> but he was like, he was like, okay, my friend came to me and asked, and um, like. He's with a female who was a lesbian for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. She decided that she was didn't want to be a lesbian anymore and wanted to um, go back to um, men. And sh- and so now he asked. She asked him if he would be interested in that sort of a situation, and um, he was like, "Yes." Then this lady seems to still be hanging out with all of her. Um, all of her lesbian friends that she had over the past like 15 years and like all of that. And he feels like he, that she shouldn't be hanging out with these people because he doesn't think that it's any different than her hanging out with a bunch of dudes um, at the same time. And I'm just like, how does that make much sense when all of her tribe was all of these people for the past 15 years? She's just supposed to be like, no, I cut all of these people off because of um, now I'm interested in men and, and I right. don't want, like that doesn't make much sense. And even to if they me, were men, like, if she had, a, if, she, if she grew up, like if she were a tomboy, a feminine tomboy who grew up with a lot of male friends, like I have male friends that I don't even, yeah. I don't see them in, Literally, all of my male friends are like my brothers. Like, I don't see them in a sexual way at all. I would mm-hmm. be damned if some man that I'm dating <laughs> is telling me he's not comfortable. You can't be friends with Ryan. Okay, bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's, like, it's, it's so just, crazy. She's been like, and again, these are people that she was in tribe with that were her 
her like these were her people for 15 years you're not talking about people she met last year or six months this is 15 years depending on how right. old she is that's more than half of her life right, right. like right so like what are you even talking about like either you want to be with her and you you respect the fact that like you know she's decided that that's no longer like lesbian like she's no longer that no longer suits her that's no longer her thing and you want to see where this goes or you don't but to put those types of like well if you're going to be with me you can't have like your friends of the past 15 years when i tell you i would right. tell him to kiss my ass so fast like <laughs> So this this person, um, like again, I was very skeptical if he was talking about an actual friend or if he was talking about himself. And I slipped up a little bit. I was like, it sounds like a little bit of your insecurities. And then I was like, that person's insecurities because I is. caught myself right, a little bit. Right. But I was like, yo, this don't make much sense. It like, doesn't. how do you tell people again if you don't have any trust for this person? Then what's the purpose of being you in a relationship? Literally, in the first just place? took my thought right out of my head because I was gonna say like in any relationship, like I just don't think those types of boundaries. Like I hate when I see those types of things like when people say like oh my man can't have female friends or my or my my girl can't have male friends like when I hear those types of things then you don't need to be with anybody like what do you how do you sound right now like if you right. can't trust your partner implicitly then you don't need to be with your partner point blank period right. I have right. never ever looked at any of my male friends and, and thought to myself I'm gonna be, able to be like to take him down you know what I mean <laughs> what like that look like right Right. Like they're they're my friends for a reason. I feel like if there was something other something else there, then we would have pursued that. Right? Like Right. I agree. I definitely agree. That's a part of my argument that I had with him as well. Like I was just like that makes absolutely no sense. Like, if that was the case, like, my wife knows that I have loads of female friends. We have loads of multi like mutual friends together that are a bunch of different things as well like you know right so like it's, i just think it's, that it's very hard to do that that mind frame like i i remember i just saw funny enough and this is funny because we weren't even supposed to be having this conversation um what's her name kira shepherd i think she's like one of the gospel singers or something like that said that when her friends when her female friends come to visit her that they have to stay at a hotel so they're not around her husband <laughs> And when I when I saw that, I didn't even read the article because I rolled my eyes so hard. If you mm. don't trust your female friends or your husband, then you don't need to be married to that person. And then those are not your friends. Right. Like I, I would trust. I trust if I were married or if I had a boyfriend. I trust my friend. When I tell you I trust my female friends implicitly with that person. Like, I would never be like, okay, well, I can't leave y'all alone. Like, I'm like, all right, y'all, I'm going to the spa. Y'all staying here, I'll catch y'all on the flip side. Because, like, I right. trust my friends. Like, I, the people that I'm friends with, I've been friends with for well over 10 years, 15 years, 20 right. years. Like, we've been friends forever and a day. Number one, my friends already know the type of men I like, they don't like. Point blank, period. And my friends also know, <laughs> I don't, I, one thing you will never catch me doing is fighting over a man or arguing over a man. Because there's too many men, I don't care what they say, oh, for every woman there's only half a man left I don't care what y'all say there's <laughs> options there are options so this, you will who, never who say, who, who say who say this and what does a half a man look it's like not that's half the question a man. it's like for every black woman there's only like there's not a lot of like men left out there or whatever mm. so like that's and that's and people who men who are like not really into polygamy but when I have like a harem of women they will push that like this is why we need to have sister wives and black women need to get on board because there's not enough for us to go around. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but I would never, you will never catch me fighting 
or arguing over a man. Like, if you don't want to be with me, don't be with me. I'm never one to be, I have never, like, you know, like when women get upset, like, if you cheat on me, I'm, my feelings will probably be hurt because I'll be like, I can't believe this asshole cheated on me. But when I tell you the way that I am built, I'm not doing the back and forth. I'm not looking for her. I'm not confronting anybody. I'm quiet. If we live together, which we're not, yeah. I'm packing yeah. you up and I am, I'm packing you up and I'm moving on with my life. Right. That's it. Right. Right. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. These were conversations that I had with my wife, like immediately, like, um, like this, it's just like you put things out there that you, what you're going to stand for, what you're not going to stand for, all of that type of stuff in the beginning so that there's no qualms about it. Right. Um, however, now like, let's take it. I mean, I know you, this is, this is more on my side of things because this is my station in life at this point, but going forward, I mean, going back a little bit, like I also am not looking at the other person either. It's always going to be the person that I'm with. So that's that's here, neither here nor there. But now going forward, you've now built a complete life with this person. You now have uh, marriage and kids and all of that type of stuff. A uh, situation where infidelity occurs now. How does how does one deal with that in that situation when there's a lot more at stake at that point? In your opinion, in my opinion, okay. So first, we're gonna have to. I'm big on communication, so we're gonna communicate, right? Because we're gonna talk about this. I need to know because, okay, first and foremost, I'm definitely leaving you. Like, there's definitely a divorce <laughs> happening. I'm not even like there's definitely a separation, <laughs> divorce happening. That's point blank, without a doubt. But there is going to be some sort of communication right? because there is more at stake, right? We got kids to think about our lives and enmeshed. So my communication is going to be, all right, so a decision was made, right? Mm-hmm. And now there's, these are the consequences of said situation, of, of said decision that you made or I made, right. whoever cheated. Right. So at this point, I don't even want to argue. I don't even want to know why you did it or why it was done. What I want to know is how are we going to move forward in a way that's not going to impact our kids negatively? That's it. I, I mean, that's the hard part, right? That's it. <laughs> And that's, that's it because we don't really part. need to talk about any because no, but other people people would like to belabor these things. Why did you do it? What did I do wrong? What could I have? I don't want to hear none of that. How are we going to move forward in a way that our kids are not impacted negatively by this? Because I'm divorced. I'm right. leaving you. <laughs> <laughs> if you cheated on me, I'm um, leaving you. Yo, it's it's that you know. I used to feel exactly the same way, right? Not to say that. I'm ever thinking about this kind of right because like I, I again I I don't know what kind of like good luck has come my way but like this is not something that I have to like think about or deal with um and I feel blessed about it and I th- and I'm grateful for it right but it's a situation where it's um it's like what is um I used to okay. I used to feel exactly like like you did, but as you get deeper and deeper into a situation, and you again your life gets enmeshed with like marriage and kids and buying a house and like all of that type of stuff, like it's not. It, I don't feel like I feel like a lot of times these divorces and all these things are so hard because of all of these like 
decisions that have to be made that will turn everybody involved's life around, right? right? right. And it's very hard. It's very hard to 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 like to to cut all of that stuff off rather than potentially think about how to fix the problem and move on from that situation. A lot of times if people are um I think mature enough to like really work through those issues, they could still kind of continue and grow from there. But other times, a lot of times people are not willing to do the work or not willing to figure out what the reason was and and all of the all of the above. And then it becomes very, very messy. So like Again, I it's not even something I really want to think about because you don't want to put things out into the universe, right. right? However, it's a situation where it's just like I don't know how my my twenty year old thoughts would um like like mesh with my thirty plus year thoughts, right? Because right? Right. it's I feel like I'm a different person at this point, like, right? I've grown and a lot of things have changed. And so it's, I, d- I just don't know how those convictions kind of like, like, uh, meet with today's Ryan. So, I mean, I it's get interesting it. Interesting to see. I mean, I get it. I think, um, again, I, I can only speak on what I think I would do. Um, right. And I'm not saying that, you know, if, you you know love is love is a motherfucker right like people fall in love what? like it's a motherfucker <laughs> and so there's people who when things happen you know they want to work it out or they want to see like well where did we go wrong and how can we fix it can it be fixed if it can be fixed we should do everything in our power to like make it work right i'm not of that mind frame <laughs> <laughs> but i've also never been in love right so this could change. Gosh. This could change if I ever fall in love, right? I might find somebody and I might be like, no, we got to work it out, Cletus. We got to make it work. <laughs> you said Cletus. <laughs> yes. But in my I'm gonna mind. I'm going to find you a Cletus. I'm going to find you a Cletus. In my mind, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not putting myself through, like, I'm already, I'm not going to say I'm not hurt, right? Because I'm already hurt that you cheated or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. broke this down. Like, I'm a, that's already mm-hmm. hurt me. I'm not going to put myself through, and my therapist would probably have a field day with this if I would have this conversation with her. I'm not going to put myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put myself through emotional turmoil, twisting myself in knots, trying to figure out, like living with that. You know what I mean? Like because I feel like once you do something like like once you cheat or whatever it is, I am a person that can internalize. I'm a Virgo. I overthink everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my overthinking mixed with my obsessive thoughts are going to put me in a place where I'm going to be thinking about, well, what did I do wrong? But it had nothing to do with me. It was all you, right? Because it had no, it literally, because if you cheat on somebody, right? Like that, it's not that person's fault. I don't, I also don't think that it's so cut and dry and black and white. Either. It's not, it's not. But I also don't think that the cheaty is the one who gets blamed for And like, I don't think that it, because <laughs> you could be doing everything right. Right. You could be doing everything right and your mm-hmm. partner can still cheat on you. Right. That's not your that's something that your partner needs to address. That's your you partner. Could also be, you could also be doing something wrong and then cause an effect occur and it had nothing to do but with any sort of feelings but you, just pettiness. But basically. are you doing something wrong if you don't know that you're doing something wrong? 
Yes, you can do something wrong without actually knowing that but, you're doing something wrong. So, but then how is that your fault? If you don't tell me, so if you choose, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure this out because, like, if you, for all intents and purposes, you know that your significant other is satisfied, happy, y'all are living it up, right? You do something wrong that you don't even know you did wrong, and your partner decides that that was the catalyst to go cheat or do whatever, right? How was that your fault? Okay, let me make this clear. I'm just being devil's advocate. I actually agree with you on so many levels. I'm just trying to make the conversation interesting. I right? get it. So, um, it's a, it's 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 tricky, right? Like because, again, I don't believe that just because you feel like you haven't done anything wrong, your actions are, um, warranted and valid, right? Just because, like you have maybe put something out of your head and just be like, or you find reasons to validate what it is that you're doing. Um, you're doing the right thing. Cause potentially you're not necessarily doing the right thing. Like you could um, like this. I, they say that the best liars out here are the people who convince themselves that they are telling the truth mm-hmm. in order for that lie to come off as, um, as believable as possible. Right. right? And so again, you don't know what you're doing. Like, if you're doing something and it's 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 directly affecting somebody in a negative way, even though you think you're doing something positive, you're still doing that. You're still doing something wrong here, right? And so, right, I can't okay, really but if you get with you on that level. But if you are not aware, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, so say my existence offends somebody, mm-hmm. and I'm not aware that my existence offends somebody. Right. Right. But my existence causes somebody to do something absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. How is that my fault? Well, I don't know that that per se is your fault. So, again, right? if I'm in a relationship with you and I'm doing everything that I this is why communication matters. I'm doing mm-hmm. everything that I'm supposed to be doing and then some. And you don't communicate with me that something is wrong or that something that I did offended you, bothered you, or is a catalyst or is a trigger for you. Right. And I'm just happily doing what I think is right for us as a couple. And you decide to, instead of communicating with me, Mm -hmm. to go seek comfort or do whatever you need to do elsewhere. Right. How is that my fault? Right. I mean, I agree. Again, I agree with you on that level. Like, um, to be okay to 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 take it a slight slightly a step further. Say this person did something completely out of character, and it had nothing at all to do with you, mm-hmm. and it has completely to do with their mental and their emotional and mm-hmm. and past triggers and past traumas and like all of that type of stuff. Yes, it has become something that has um, directly affected your life, but it also has something to do with them, and it ha- it's um how do I explain? Like it's beyond their control, right? Mm-hmm. How do you get like? Can you get past that if that stuff gets addressed and fixed? I think yes and no, right? Because again. I can't help you as your partner if I'm not aware of the things that are triggering to you. Correct. So if you're going to hold on to those things and not communicate with me that 
you know, you when you brush your teeth and you start on the left side, it reminds me of my father who used to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to help you. You know what I mean? Like, let's be. Would you would you would you start on the right side? Yeah, I would adjust. <laughs> I would. Like if you, okay. if your partner tells you like this triggers me in some way, like if you have an open communication, right? And you're like, mm-hmm. babe, this this is a trigger for me, right? When this whatever, whatever happens because of something traumatic. Mm-hmm. As your partner, someone who loves you or cares about you, then my I don't want to say job, because it's not a job, but my goal is to make sure that you're comfortable. Like we should be, we should be comfortable with each other. We shouldn't be triggers for one another. So if you tell me right. something triggers you, then I need to adjust in some way. Just like I would expect you to adjust in some way if I said right. something that you do is a trigger for me. But if you choose right. not to tell me these things, but instead choose to act out, I'm mm-hmm. going to question whether you actually ever cared about me at all. Because you mm. didn't trust me enough to hold right. something that could be make or break our relationship. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. so it's like, yeah, if you right. give me the, t- if, if you're giving me the chance to actually be there for you, right. And I mm-hmm. fall short in some way. And then you act out. Maybe then I can kind of be like, all right, I see that. Right. Cause I felt this person fell short in their relationship with you. They communicated right. what was going on and it still wasn't working out versus you just lighting up like a candle and then just going your own and then expecting me to be like, well, I'm sorry these right. traumas happened. Now let's see how we can fix this. Right. That's unfair to me because now you expect me to get over your transgression and be there for you now that I know why you were triggered. When we could have avoided all of this from the beginning if you would have just told me from the beginning this is what right. was going on. You see, again, it's hard. Again, that's a hard concept because sometimes people don't know what those triggers are. So if they don't even know what those triggers are, they can't talk to you about it because they don't know that they exist, right? That's true. And and so it's 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 um. You may not know what again, your triggers are, is, but you also kind of know what you're feeling, right? Right. So, like, if right. you know that something, like, something happens and you're not quite sure, you can't put your finger on it. I still would expect you as my partner to be like, yo. I don't know what the fuck is mm-hmm. going on, but I'm not feeling mm-hmm. right, right. Like something about this not for us to address right. it together versus you right. internalizing it and then letting it right. sit and fest. And I get it. Everybody deals with mental issues, like whether it's a, a mental mental health or just like whatever it is. Everybody deals with things differently. I 100% get it. But I also don't think that it's fair to your partners to expect them to be mind readers when you don't openly communicate certain things, especially when it's going to affect your relationship as a whole. If it, I agree. If it affects you individually and you can, you know, like, y'all don't live together and once you cross that threshold where you're in her space or she's in your space, um, you know, it's, it's, you can brush it aside until you're at a space to talk about it, fine. But if we're supposed to be building something together and we're or we've built something together and you know that something's not feeling right and you don't talk to me about it, but instead decide to act out. Mm-hmm. Nabi. <laughs> I mean, again, Call the I lawyer. Agree. I, like what Tay Diggs did in Brown Sugar. <laughs> what are we celebrating? My clink clink divorce. <laughs> I agree um, on so many levels. However, this is why I always say, like, marriage is work. No matter how Definitely. good it is, no matter how Definitely. good it is, like, it's going to be, it's going to take work. Like, Definitely. for instance, people deal with issues in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, speaking from someone who 
recently actually just came out of like the deepest depression of my life or whatever. A lot of the times it's very hard to put those feelings into words mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so it's it's I, I get i get that you like a partner would want to have that conversation mm-hmm. um and that open conversation and you know again me personally i also try my best to to have those to have those conversations but there are there are moments where it's just like it's just hard to put that stuff into words and it's hard to to like because you're even trying to figure out what's going on with yourself by yourself with yourself you don't even like there's no real way to like let another person know that which is why therapy is so important and which is why i believe black people should have free therapy listen period. i agree with you on that but, that's a very valid point you know what's funny is you know so my therapist tells me especially when it comes to like my romantic life or lack thereof she says <laughs> that um she told me i'm the villain she yeah. said, "You yeah, lied." I've she heard said, you say that a couple times. She said, "I'm the villain." We haven't unpacked <laughs> that yet, but I agree. Like, I implore you to, I implore you to like be as open and 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 honest with her as possible I when am. it comes to that, so you can unpack that. For I real. am. I we talk about it not uh, not all the time, but like every ever so often, she always asks me, you know, do I see myself with like a long term partner? And I'm always honest with her, and I'm like, I don't know. But I got to put down a rug. I'm like, I need a man. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a you don't need a man for that. You could just my find rug has not been you, laid um, down properly. I don't want to have to pay them. That's the thing. So if I had a man, I could call him over here <laughs> and give him some goddamn con queso and tostitos, and he would lay uh-huh. my rug properly. You see what I'm saying? That's the problem. That's why I want a man. Not because I know I can hire somebody. I hire somebody to fix my damn light fixture. I don't want to pay. I want to have my hey babe. I need the latest rug, and this furniture is very heavy. So this is the only. This is the, this is the main reason. This is the only reason. I mean, we're gonna keep it PG. Yes. That's crazy. That's wild and crazy. I'm That's just the only you know time right I think about again, it. Again, again, you could only you could pay somebody. Again, again, we could we talking about a lot of different situations. Like, um, if we if we're going back to the conversation we've been having this entire time, a lot of times, um, it's. It would be a lot more beneficial to people if they endured in um in self love rather than um oh, rather than partner rather than partner oh, yeah, love no. because it's just a lot because it's just a lot less stressful right at the end it, of the day I mean, if you get what I'm trying I to get say what you're trying to say my, my, look, now I'm stuttering <laughs> my, my, my therapist and I talk about this um you know she asked me the 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 deep questions that therapists ask like. Do I, am I looking for companionship or do I just want like friendship? Like there's a whole, there's a whole lot of things that go into it. Um, that's why I said, I'm not taking dating seriously right now because I'm not looking for anything serious right now. But right now, my biggest concern right now is finding somebody to help me lay this rug properly. That's really my biggest concern right now. <laughs> again, again, going back to, to the self love conversation. Like listen, you could just so, pay, you could just pay, and it don't have you don't have I, to take all the baggage that comes with all the other. I understand stuff, right? that, since, but I don't, since that's I, all you're looking for, that's for right now. <laughs> Holla at me in six months and ask me what I'm looking for. It may be something completely different, but I also, I mean. For lack of a better, or give or take, also miss having like genuine conversations with like a partner. You know what I mean? Like because mm-hmm. arguing is like foreplay for me. 
debating is like foreplay for me. And I miss that because usually the guys that I date <laughs> love to try to like argue with me and then they realize that I'm right. a Virgo and they should just stop while they're behind. And so, you know, it is what it is. But I don't think that's healthy, honestly. Really? Um, Let me ask. I don't. I'll ask like, I think, tomorrow. I think, you see, I think sometimes, yes, it's it's cool to have the debate and uh, not all and, the time, uh, not everything, and, uh, and all of that. We're not right? debating everything. Let me There's let me clarify that we're not debating everything. Like I don't want to be like the sky is blue, and then my man is like, no, the sky is actually cerulean, and da da da. That's not what I'm talking <laughs> about. I'm talking about like when we have like. I don't want to say stage debate, but it's kind of like, you know, I don't want to date someone who for we we need to be evenly yoked and we need to have like we need to believe in this, the same things. However, I I like someone that I can disagree with. No, I agree on that level. You the statement <laughs> that you just made was you I like the play. debate. Yeah, you like the play. debate as, yes. as foreplay. A lot a lot of people Try to check a me, lot of bro. people a lot of people end up in these like, oh, I just want to start an argument oh, no, so, that the, um, so that so that the um the result is um what I want oh, out no, of that. I'm not argument, starting arguments right? for that. No, no, I'm not starting arguments for that. I'm talking about like we are having a discussion, like you know, like something happens on the news and we start talking about it and then like we literally have a, a spirited discussion about it organically, not me just being like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to do today to set this man off so we could do what needs to be done? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, if, you know, like finding out about like the Joe Rogan stuff, first of all, I would never date a man who defends Joe Rogan. But if like the Joe Rogan stuff came about and like my man was like, oh, something, something about Joe Rogan, like we have a spirited debate about it. And I'm like, so you're okay with somebody calling our future kids monkeys? Got it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Mm. I'm not talking about like me sitting here like plotting like Cruella DeVille. Like, now what am I gonna say today to get this man blood to boil? Like, I, I'm gonna tell that. you, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that's on that. Yeah, I'm that not, type of time. I'm toxic in certain ways, but I'm not toxic in that way. Like, I'm not toxic in that way. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you for argument's sake. I'm talking about like if we're doing something, like we're reading something or we're watching something, and like we disagree on, you know we disagree about Olivia and Fitzgerald and we have a spirited discussion about it. I, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, you know, me saying Donald Trump is oh, whack and you coming at me like, no, Donald Trump is the savior and the second coming of Christ. Like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, just, you know, like the cute little tet tets that you be having. And then I just be looking at him like, he's a smart motherfucker. Like, especially if he's smart with it. Ooh! So I love me a nerd. Mm. <laughs> going back to the going back to the scandal like there's nothing there's never been anything on TV before or since like scandal where it comes to that fast intelligent like no. argumentative no. kind of like have you ever like have you just sat down and listened to a Rowan like Re monologue when like, I was watching I told you oh, I did the rewatch and I was like you know what I mean, this is I mean everything and you know what the, that man was acting his behind off his behind off and what's crazy is <laughs> I always think about this like um scandal was what really set black twitter off like scandals would really set black Twitter off because that's when people black okay. people really started to come together on Twitter and discuss scandal <laughs> Thursdays and drop, you might be right about that and drop their whatevers right and like we couldn't wait because Shonda had us in the Shonda had the girls in a chokehold Thursday nights with scandal mm -hmm. you hear me mm -hmm. like I ugh. but Jake Ballard yo listen mm, mm, Jake Ballard I've I've yo so black to black Twitter you're gonna have to school me on black Twitter a lot because like I just feel like. 
I, I know what black Twitter is. I know, like, I I follow so many different people. I sometimes the conversation misses me because it's just like it's a lot. Black Twitter. There's is so like, many people. I I, I so liken it people. to like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like you know what I mean? Like you gotta find like <laughs> there's so many different variations of it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it, it's it's I don't know everybody in Black Twitter, but I follow like there's a lot of things that miss me and certain things I'm happy miss me, but like most of the popular <laughs> Black Twitter stuff I I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna need you to send me text about everything because I need to be a little bit more in tune when these conversations. <laughs> Next time something drops, so. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shoot you the the, the text. You know what's funny? Because I know we're gonna wrap this up. Um, right now, my for sure. my ghetto my ghetto Twitter because I have a professional Twitter and then I have like my bootleg Twitter where I say all my ghetto shit. How do you how do you manage all these damn accounts? I'm I'm, I'm it's it's hard. It you know, is I'm hard. Now. It's, but I spend most of hard. my time on my ghetto Twitter because that's where it's fun and like my business, like mm. my professional Twitter is where I go when I'm like, okay, let me be a little busy and a little intellectual. But um, <laughs> I don't know if you know, um, but recently, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle received the NAACP like Digital Warrior Awards or whatever, and mm. um, Piers Morgan. Always had something to say. So I had my own little semi-popular tweet because I had to say something. Um, But, and see, now I can't really tell y'all because if I tell y'all, y'all may like go on Twitter and look it up and then y'all find my ghetto Twitter and I don't really you want find your fence. You, you, right, they, find, what do they call what do they call the fake Twitter? What do they call the fake Twitter? My Twitter? I don't know. <laughs> um, y'all will find it. But anyway, I had a very fake, I had a very small viral moment that I'll tell, I'll show it to you um, because mm. I called out, I called this gentleman out on his obsessive behavior with these two people. Um, and it goes to, it could go to your head. Cause now I'm like, what am I going to say next? That's going to get these people talking. <laughs> anyway. Right. Thank you for a lively conversation. Since people like my pain of being a single black woman in America in the year 2022 of the Lord Jesus Christ on blue Ivy's internet. <laughs> you, re- you rehearsed that, didn't you? Actually, no, that really just came up. That literally just came to my mind just now. <laughs> And it just came out, but it came out uh, perfect. So I'm glad this is a one great. take wonder. That was great. <laughs> All right. As always, Ryan, it was lovely having this spirited conversation with you. Yes, yes. As always. Next time we'll um, actually stick guys, to what we decided uh to discuss. Unless you know unless we don't. <laughs> unless we don't. Um <laughs> uh, guys, Virgo Season Show at gmail.com. Keep the conversation going. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. It's probably gonna end up on another episode. So yes. Until next time. Bye, people.